0: Well, good morning and welcome to the first part of On Belay. This is a series where the Colorado Life Church staff gets to go rock climbing and call it work, which is awesome. We had a lot of fun filming this, uh, and, and what it did is it sparked a conversation of like, okay, what kind of series do we want to do next? And I suggested that the next series be called Go Fish, so that I can go fishing on the river. And then Luke Luke was like, can we, call, can we do a series called Apple where we go to the Mac store and just have a shopping spree of all the stuff that I need for this vi- this video, you know. And and Christy, I don't know if she just had a hard week or, or whatnot, but she's like, can we call the next series Margaritaville? <laughs> you know, so if you see us booking tickets to Costa Rica, it, it's all for you. It's all for you. We love you. And you'll probably find Christy at the bar. But, um, yeah, so the, we've, we've had a lot of fun. If you've been with us for any length of time, you know that we take things and do things in series. We talk for, we take a topic and we talk about it for three or four or five weeks. And we don't just talk about it. We always make sure that we we look and see what the Bible has to say about uh, this particular topic. And, and, And we have a lot of fun doing that. A lot of Thought and prayer and intention goes into what we're going to talk about as a church. And, and, and here's another shout out. Your kids are having a blast right now back uh, in kids' life. And, and actually, as we're doing this series on trust, they're also doing a series on trust. And that was very much intentional. So um, if you haven't figured it out yet, the phrase en belay is a climbing term. And um, and just so you know, a belay is a rope that runs between somebody who's climbing, and it usually runs up and goes into through a piece of, like a bolt or another piece of of rock climbing hardware, and then it goes back down to the climber's partner who is belaying, and their one job, the sole responsibility of the person who's belaying is to take up the slack as the person climbs up the rock. And there's there's many different types of belay systems uh, and different variations and applications within rock climbing, mountaineering, but the gist of a belay system is when you're on belay, you're able to do things that would be far too dangerous not being on a rope, where a fall would be very harmful to your life or your limb. And so you, you go um, on belay. And it's so important that a lot of climbers use, or some climbers use this kind of uh, uh, rhythm or they get in the habit of saying at the beginning of, the, of a climb, you, you got your harness on, you got your shoes, you, you, you tie in to your harness. And then the guy who's climbing turns to his partner and says, on belay, question mark? to which does somebody you know what what is the the person belaying say if they're ready belay is on or belay on and then the the climber says climbing and then the belayer says climb on and then if you're me you say rock and then my friend says rock on cuz it's just you know cuz I'm that good um, but uh yeah so that that's uh, um that's the gist of if, if you didn't know what those terms mean that's that's what those Mean it's it's a checking system and if you've ever gone climbing maybe you've you've done that before you've put the harness on the shoes and stuff and somebody's probably explained what I just explained to you in some similar or different terms and um, and one you might also find like if you've ever been rock climbing or like we used to take uh, youth rock climbing and they'd be nervous and stuff and if I saw nervousness I'd always be like hey do you see this 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 bolt right here it can hold and I used to know the numbers but it can hold X amount of pounds it's like thousands of pounds and that that. That webbing that's on your your harness, you can pick up an elephant with it. Um, And that's literally, and and like the rope, I forget the ratings. Does anybody know the ratings on, on a climbing rope? I think it's several thousand pounds, which means like literally you could lift up your car with a climbing rope. Which is is just insane, but if you 've been climbing before there's always this progression there's this transition that you go from okay, somebody's told you all this stuff, you know you 've got all this stuff on and, and you see people doing it and, you, and there's a transition being like, yes, I believe I know how much Uh, weight that rope can hold how much this equipment can hold i believe that this stuff can hold me and there's a transition or progression from where you actually believe and then you're just not simply believing but you actually get on the rock and start climbing and trusting that stuff to to catch you if you fall you start to you know and, and all of a sudden you're like you're looking at this rope that that's so it's like it's is that the same rope it looks like it got thinner Since the last person, or is this a fray? And your body's like, no, it's not a fray, it's a brand new rope. And you're like, there's a point in time where you start to trust, and your buddy's like, remember you could climb with your car with this if you wanted to. And you're like, yeah, I know, but it's different when I'm on the rock and you start to climb up. And for me, the, my, when my stomach drops the most, and I've gotten used to this from doing it more and more, but I remember the first couple times that I climbed, I would climb up the wall. And I would, it, you know, at first I was like, this is fun, this is great, because I'm, I'm my own hands, my own feet. And then it's when you get to the top, so you're done climbing, and the person says, now, okay, take your hands off the rock grab onto the rope and sit down like there's a chair behind you and I'm always like yeah but there's no chair behind me <laughs> and I'm looking down it's 50 feet and you have, it's, and they're saying you have to trust me and that's the see anytime you go climbing there's this progression between believing in this stuff that can hold you and actually climbing and trusting it and see, if you ne- even if you've never been climbing, you've experienced this progression from belief to trust in other areas of life. So it's almost everywhere if you stop and, and you think about it. If you've ever gotten on a plane before, you've gone through this. You know, you're sitting in the terminal and you're looking at this huge, I, I, I'm always fascinated by planes. It's like, they put that up in the air, that huge thing goes up, not just high, really high. And you can you say and people will say yeah it's rated for this and it can do this and safety safety it's more safe than driving in your car you know all that stuff and you can believe that the plane will will be able to carry you safe, safely to where you want to go you can believe it but it's not until you set in to get into the plane sit down and you feel your body thrusting back into the seats as it takes off that's when you're actually trusting it right you can uh, you, you experience this progression between belief and trust when you learn how to ride a bike. You know, you're, you're, it's always your dad. Your dad's the one that's stoked. Okay, well, you can do this. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, you know, let's take the training wheels off. And you've seen people do this before. You believe that it's possible to ride on two wheels instead of four. You know, you believe that, you, that, that that can take place, but it's, it's that first step, that first push off with your bike that you start to trust, okay, I, I not only believe I can do that, I'm trusting that I can, and it's kind of all or nothing, right? Like, if you don't commit, bad things happen. Like, like we did this this summer with, with our, our seven-year-old, eight Band-Aids, okay? That's all I'm going to say about that story. It, but then she finally got it as she, she went from belief to trust, Here's another area that we see that some of you could just went through this first day of school, right? And if, especially if it's your first kid, and, and you've, you know, like kindergarten or first grade or whatever that is, and, and you go and you check out the school and you start talking to the folks, you start talking to the teachers, you, you meet the administration, you look online, you do the research because, you know, it's, it's school, it's pretty important. And, and then you, so you get to the point where like, we're going to select this school because we believe that this school will take care of my child. They'll teach my child that, you know, and then, but there's belief, and then there's that first day of school where you're walking, watching the, your, your child, your little baby walk into the doors of school, and you're trusting that that's actually going to take place. You know how else this happens? This happens in relationships, too. If you're married, you went through this progression, There was a time where like, hey, he's kind of cute. She's kind of cute. Or, you know, like, I like it when I'm around her. My tongue kind of swells up and feels funny. And, you know, know, I want to be around her a little bit more. And then you you start dating and it's like, okay, I start learning about this person. I like what I see in this person. I believe that maybe, and then all of a sudden it's like you're laying in bed one night. They might be the one. I believe that he might take care of me. I believe that she might, you know, not be like my mom or whatever. You know, whatever it is for you. I believe this to be true. But it ain't until you put that ring on the finger, right, that you're, you're stepping out and you're trusting That they're going to make good on that stuff that they've said they would do. See, there's this progression between simply believing in something and actually trusting something in almost every area of life. Is it possible that there's a similar progression when it comes to us and God? Is it possible that there's a similar dynamic when it comes to us and the God of the universe? And if so, what does that look like? What does it look like to take steps towards simply just believing in God and, and taking steps towards actually trusting Him? See, that's exactly what Ambele is all about, this series. It's, it's about the difference between belief and trust. And now the majority of the, our time in this series over the next few weeks will be spent actually um, looking at a very, very fantastic story of a, of a man named Joseph in the Bible. I'm so excited. This, this is a look through the Bible. This story in particular for Christy and I has a lot of personal meaning. So I'm really excited to teach it over, over the next couple of weeks. But today, however, I, I, before we get to that story... Um, when we went to set out to, to do this, we said let's 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 do on the, the the story of Joseph. But I said, but let's start with I, I don't before we get there. I want to start with one verse in particular that's found in the in the book of Proverbs. That honestly, it, it's it's four it's just four quick lines long, and in those four lines, it outlines what it means. To trust God. Like in, in the conversation of like, how should we, you know, what should we do about this series? I said, we can't afford to just not talk about Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And if you grew up in church, I promise you, you've probably heard this, this verse before. You're maybe familiar with it. Because it's it's fairly, fairly popular. It's 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 and it's it's a great verse. It goes like this: trust in the lord with all of your heart it starts off like this proverbs 3 trust in the lord with all of your heart now we all know what it means to do something with all of our heart Uh, we were all because we were all children once you know like your kids sleep so good at night because that's all they do they just do things with all of their heart you know, and so we, we, know, we all know what it's like to do something with all of our heart. But we also, as adults, we, we know what it's like to, to put all of our heart into a career. Or to enjoy a sport that we love to play or to, to like start up, we have an idea and we decide it. we're going to start up or we're like, I have an opportunity, it's kind of stepping out we're like, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it with all of my heart. Or like we talked about that girl or that guy, like I want, I, I'm going to pursue her with all of my heart. We understand that if you're a musician, you understand the phrase all of your heart, right? Because you know, to play music, there's just something that attaches to our hearts, that's just so powerful. We know how it, what it is to do something with all of our hearts. We know what it is to be excited about something that gets us up early, that makes us stay up late, that, that, that demands our creative energy, that captures our imagination. And, and, and what Solomon is saying is here is so he say, okay, okay, remember that thing? You know that thing that you've done with all your heart? Yeah. You know how it took your time, your talent, your, your, your creative energy? Yeah. I want you to trust in the Lord that way with all your heart. I want you to take that, that same intensity, that undivided focus, that energy that you put to fill in the blank, and I want you to put that into trusting God. I want you to put all of your confidence, all of your faith, all of your hope, in the, in, not in church, not in religion, but in the person, in the Lord in the person of God and and, and I don't know if you if you're like me you're like yeah okay but what does that mean this next phrase is great because he starts to really unpack what trust looks like he says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding this word lean literally means to prop something up against something else and I think he says the lean not on your own understanding. I think he says this that the author of Proverbs, this guy's named Solomon, He's a very very wise man. He says uh, uh, it, uh, he says our tendency is to make decisions based on how we see the world. How this well this is what I do. You know you know like we hear people talking like I got to do this or this is mortgage or whatever. And you're like you know what I did this is what I do in the past or this is how this is how the my people this is how we do it. That, see, our tendency, you know, like our natural tendency that when we come to a crossroads or decisions, like, well, I'm just going to do what I think is the best idea. I'm going to lean on my own understanding. And I think it's very interesting that Solomon, Solomon, one of the wisest guys in the world, who in the next chapters says something to the fe- effect like, wisdom is supreme, understanding, gain understanding, though it costs you all your silver and gold. This is a guy who's not saying, don't, you know, don't worry about learning, just trust God. He, he actually really, really values wisdom, values knowledge, and what he's saying here is just don't make this mistake of trusting only in what you know, only in how you see things or how you view the world. Yeah, yeah, of course, gain wisdom, by all means, Solomon would say, but don't lean only on your own understanding. That's what it means to trust God, not just to simply go throughout life with nothing but your own understanding to guide you as you climb. Solomon is saying, don't lean just on your own understanding as if that's the only thing that you need for life. Make sure you don't make that mistake. To put it into our climbing turns, he's like, make sure that, that you don't, you're, you're, uh, don't put all your weight on your own understanding, but instead give a chance to, to, for God to weigh in because he goes on to say this, and lean not on your own understanding, and he says this, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, this word all means all. Like every, like every path, every, every uh, arena of life, every category of life, in all your ways, in every way that you live your life, acknowledge him. And I, I just have to say, this is a real pain in the butt. This is hard, isn't it? In all my ways to acknowledge it. Because there are times where I just kind of want to go on my own. Like, I'm not afraid to trust God over here. I'm going to trust God over here. You know, like, 80% of the time, God, I trust you 100% of the time over here. But I just don't want to, you know, 80% doesn't equal 100%. It's not all. I'm going on a trip uh, next weekend. I get a chance to, to steal away. Um, and get 48 hours. Actually, I might be able to make it like 51 hours. It's gonna be awesome. And and I know where I'm going, and I know a couple of the activities I'm going to do in the outdoors. Beyond that, I have no idea what's gonna happen, and I love it. Because there's just something in me. I just want to go and do my own thing. You know, like like maybe you, you've you've had that before. Of like, if I could just yeah, and I'll call the shots, and I will go. And I'll, you know, I'll do my own thing. And, and, and what the, this verse is saying, that it, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. We have to recognize that that's in us, that, that we want to go do our own thing. And, and Solomon is saying, don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And here's what he's saying by this. When we acknowledge Him in all of our ways, this is what this means. It means that you design your life and you choose to live your life with a God component in every area of your life. That you decide, I'm going to trust God, and, I, and you say to God, I'm going to make you Lord over my finances. I'm going to make you Lord over my kids. I'm going to make you Lord over my marriage. I'm going to make you Lord over the way that I date. I'm going to make you Lord over my weekdays. I'm going to make you Lord over my weekends. I'm going to make you Lord over my thought life. I'm going to make you Lord over my spare time I will in all my ways acknowledge you now if this makes you a little uncomfortable if this makes you scared it should this is this is terrifying this is no small ask all your ways because and and, and, but here's the thing if 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 there's part of you that's like I'm not too sure about this See this, that this is exactly what you're experiencing is the progression from belief to trust. You feel that? that 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 drop in your stomach is the idea of like okay you're not just believing God you're starting to actually make steps to trust Him in maybe a new area of your life, it's kind of like you're climbing and you things are going good, and then God says, okay, hands off the rock, put your hands on the rope, and sit down. Oh, and by the way, I want you to do that in every area of your life, which might seem, at first it feels absurd, it feels crazy, it feels unwise, but here's the thing, until you realize who you're dealing with, you know it, it, it's yeah it would be crazy to trust somebody like that but we're not just talking about somebody i think this word that's why the word acknowledge in all your ways acknowledge him that is that is uh, recognize who he is acknowledge who he is we're talking about god here ding 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 We're talking about the maker of everything. All those things that you enjoy in life, the things that make you smile, all those things that you love, he made those. So so, come here, come here, come here, come here. Is it too much to assume that if he made all of that stuff, everything that you enjoy, is it too much to assume that the maker of life might have something to say about life? Is it, is it too much to, to, like, is it too big of a thought to think, to, to, to assume that the maker of life might have something to say, not just in our area of life, but every area of life? Is it too much to assume that we should give him a say in every area of our lives? So given who he is, when we acknowledge him, like, God, you are God, you are God. Therefore, I'm going to trust You. When we acknowledge Him, something changes. And given who He is, when, can, I think it's logical to say maybe the best thing that we can do for, for our own lives is just to say, I trust You. You know, when it comes to this, Lord, I will follow You. I, I, God, I don't know. Yeah, like my finances, but I've got this, I've got that. I, I don't know everything You have to say about relationships but but uh, i'm going to find out i'm going to figure it out i'm going to go ask somebody or i'm going to read the bible i'm going to i'm going to figure this out or and you know god i know you asked to do this and, and i'm not sure about this but i'm going to do it anyway cuz i trust you cuz i acknowledge that you are the maker of life and that you have something to say about life that's what it means to acknowledge that is trust that is trusting in the Lord with all of your heart that's leaning not on your own understanding that is all in all your ways acknowledging him and then he finishes up with this last line that's so cool he says and he will make your paths straight you could add a word in there and then he will make your paths straight Or once you have trusted him in this way, he will make your paths straight. Or to the extent in which you trust him, you acknowledge him, that you don't lean on your own understanding, he will make your paths straight. And I love this because it's a promise. It's a promise. If we follow this way, he promises us, and not only is it, is it an incredible promise, it's a personal promise. You notice, notice what it doesn't say there, and then your paths will be straight. It doesn't say that. It says, and He will make your pl- paths straight. You know why? Because you're climbing with Him, because He's your climbing partner now. He's in it with you together because you've invited Him into every area of your life. He will see, personally see to it that we need to get to where we go. Another way to to look at this, he will make your paths clear, is maybe a better translation of this. Because, you know, when I think of paths straight, I think of the end like an interstate and like, you know, just no, Now it's not that. It still has winds and still has turns, but it'll be clear as to where to go. I was talking last night, um, with this with Luke and Catherine and I was in my office just kind of like chewing on this stuff and, and, and Luke, um, some of you know his story, but Luke in the last year has moved. He's like, I always believed in God, but he's like, a year ago I started trusting in him and it's been really fun to watch that progression in his life, and I was explaining, I I asked him, I said, Luke, what happened? Like, 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 how would you explain that transition between what happened in your life between just simply believing in trust? He's like, it it was like when, when every decision I made to trust him, like, over here, it was like, I, I, you know, like, I, I decided to not do this, or to do this, it's like, and then I, trusted him 3% more and then 14% more. And every time I made one of those decisions, it was like these little lights that were out, you know, like like there was lights in my life. It was like those lights got clearer and brighter. Every time I trusted him more, it's like that light would just get a little brighter and I could see things more clearly. And see, that's the nature of trust. You don't know a rope can hold you until you actually lean back on it. You don't know, what, you know you don't know what God would, would like to do and where He would like to take you until you follow Him. You don't know what clarity He wants to bring to life unless you trust Him for what He asks you to do. I, I, lo- I love this. He will make your path straight. And can we just agree that that straight doesn't mean easy either? We often it's so easy to confuse happiness with comfort. Happiness with ease. And, 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 and we should know this. It's, it's not easy. It's still a path. He will make the path clear, but it's still a path. And we're mountain folk, right? We know that any good path has some up and down in it, right? Us, that's not a path. That's like, I don't know what it is, but that's not a trail we want to be on, right? We, we like the challenge, and, and, and that's God. He's, he loves us so much. He, does, he, he loves us so much. He, does, he knows we won't be happy with easy, He wants to take us somewhere that's where this climbing thing comes in right when we're climbing with him he's like i want to take you up there and you're like up there are you sure that's a crux right there god yeah that's where we're going i don't know if i can do that god yeah i I know i want you to trust me and then to be on the other side of that and say what we did it this is the picture that's painted through this this idea of trust, and and hopefully at the end, as he begins to challenge us, and as we 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 time and time. And see see this isn't a this isn't a, a a message for like I didn't know I've never thought about God. It's not just for people who who are just not quite sure. This is for the person who's been to church their whole life. There's areas of life where we think we're trusting God, but if we're honest with ourselves, we're not. Like, yeah, no, I trust God over here, over here, but. Uh, and see, through this series, we'll, be, be able to, we'll begin to discover and We'll start to ask questions like, do I trust God with all of my heart over here? And God wants to bring us there. He wants to show us things through it. I'm so excited for it. And hopefully at the end of our days, we're able to say, I climbed with God. At the end of our days, we're able to, to say, I lived a life of not just belief, but trust. Some of you have seen this before. But it's a great way to describe what we're talking about here. Am I sitting in the chair right now? Okay, that's a good answer. That's no. What if I told you that I believe with all of my heart that the, the chair could support my weight? Does that, that means I'm sitting in the chair, right? No, but I believe it. No, that that still doesn't count. Okay, that didn't fly here. Okay, am I sitting in the chair now? No. No? Okay, wait, okay, I, I got it. Am I sitting in the chair now? I can only do this for like 10 seconds, so please answer quickly. No. Am I sitting in the chair now? All my weight. Is on the chair. I'm trusting in the chair. Are you trusting in the chair? Are you leaning back on the rope? Or are you free climbing? It's kind of dangerous, leads to some hurt. But we can be on belay with God, we can trust Him. Here's, 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 the, um, here's the big idea for this whole series. You can trust God with every area of your life. He is trustworthy. He's he's your creator. He made you. Do whatever it takes to find out what that means, to trust Him with your finances, with your relationships, with your kids. Chase after it. Um, it, it's, It's the best. There's something on the other side of trust with God that is so awesome. Let me say a prayer for us. God, I believe you have something really great for us in the weeks to come. I think I believe you have something really great for us on this path, on this thought, the idea of trusting. As we're talking about as a team this morning, every great relationship at its basis has trust. And I pray that you would help each of us, each of us, every single person in this room, we all hold back somewhere in some way. I pray that maybe even just through the next couple songs that you would help to reveal in my heart, Lord, some of the ways that I resist you, that I go on my own, that I lean on my own understanding. Help us each to acknowledge you here and now, today and in the days to come. And Lord, we look forward to the way that you will make our paths straight as we live life with you. Amen.